get ready for the Girls on Games podcast. Your weekly dose of news, reviews, and everything video games. Always served with a good helping of hype and just a pinch of salt. And now, your host, Leah. Welcome to another Girls on Games podcast. My name is Leah. I'm the host of this show. This is episode number 383, and we're trying something a little different today. <laughs> what is that? It's the 2023 Fantasy Critic Draft. Spoilers we've already done it. When is recording it? Yeah, <laughs> we already did it, but obviously you hear it later in the show as like the topic of the show. Uh great uh, Shout out to Kyle, a.k.a. Darth uh, Stridius on our Discord channel, because uh, he helped us a lot because I didn't know what the heck we were doing. Indeed. <laughs> it was a bit confusing at first, but we got it in, so we're good. We got it in. So, yeah, um, more on that to come as we go through this show. But before we get into that, I want to introduce you to the friendly voices around this here digital table. Catherine, how you doing? I'm good. Yourself? I'm excellent. Simon, what's up? Hello, I'm good, I'm good. Tired, but uh, good. Hi, Joelle. Hi, hi, hi. <laughs> We're going to get right into the crew check-in after this little bit of housekeeping. I'd like to remind you that if you enjoy this show, you can subscribe. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Podbean. If you'd like to get some GOG merch, you can do that by going to designbyhumans.com slash shop slash girls on games. Or if you'd like to give us a tip, maybe buy us a coffee. You can do that by going to our Kofi. That's ko-fi.com slash girls on games. If you'd like to leave us a voice memo you can do that by going to the iHeartRadio app going to the girls on games podcast page hitting the little microphone and recording a 30 second message for us much appreciated all right uh simon was away for a few <laughs> days and i saw a picture of him with donkey kong so simon yes. what were you at this week? well first off it wasn't donkey kong was bowser <laughs> Next to Donkey Kong's barrel, but it was, it was Bowser. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. It was Donkey Kong's barrel. I'm not actively looking at it right now. I saw it on okay. my phone, hearted it, and okay. moved on. Okay. <laughs> yeah, went to New York for uh, for a quick uh, weekend getaway. We uh, left on Sunday, came back on Tuesday. Had a great time. Uh, like I said in Discord, uh, Times Square smells a 50% pot, 25% vomit, 25% burn food. Uh, so it was a quite the experience. <laughs> Quite was that the, your first uh, time in New quite York? Quite the sensory. No, second time. Okay. Uh, but first time, uh, things happened that we kind of wasn't a super great experience. So we decided we'll go a second time to kind of uh, uh, mm-hmm. fix that. And it was really great. We had a really good time. We did a lot of cool stuff. Uh, top of the Rock. We did, you know, classic Times Square. We uh, did a, uh, a, a Statue of Liberty. Uh, cr- not a cruise, but like a... It's like an the hour we go we go next to it and then we come back. Mm-hmm. The boat <laughs> so tour t- thing. Yeah, exactly. Boat tour, tons of picture. Uh, we did something really cool. Um, it's called, uh, it was the uh, uh, a tour of the Prohibition um, mm. bars that were open during the 1920s. Uh, the, uh, well, during the, the US Prohibition. Um, so uh, they're called speakeasies. Speakeasies uh, were the name used um, to basically describe any place between four walls where you could drink alcohol. And um, 
So it was this uh, this tour from Tell uh, Telltale Tours uh, that my girlfriend found on the internet, and uh, we signed up for that. And we uh, it was really good. We it was like three hours, and we went around a couple uh, three three bars that were open during the 1920s, and uh, with a guide, and she was explaining to us, you know, exactly what it was, what happened, um, why prohibition, why you know why it was case and White came back. Um, and it was yeah super really really interesting. So honestly, if you're uh, if you're interested in that kind of stuff in history and and, and in the New York area, um, Telltale Tours they're on all the social media and stuff uh, on Instagram and things. Uh, we actually have a picture of us on their Instagram because <laughs> oh. I guess they want to promote exactly what happened. So uh, nice. uh, one of the bars we went, uh, they, there's a picture of us. So. Uh, yeah, it was really good. We had a really great time. Like it was not a cloud in the su- in the sky, just sun all around. Like seven degrees. Uh, seven is hold on, seven C to F for all the American forty five uh, forty five Fahrenheit. So it was a really wonderful temperature. Uh, really, really good. Um, yeah, very very happy that uh, that we did. Very tired, walked a lot, didn't sleep much, and uh, but it was really good. <laughs> nice. How was the Nintendo store? Cool. It's the second time I, I go. Um, pretty empty, I want to say. Uh, like lots of big spaces. You can see like they do a lot of events there because there was mm-hmm. a lot of like um, just got like how how everything is set up and like this podium and there's like a little stage. So there would you know definitely do a lot of events, releases and that kind of thing uh, at the store. So the actual store portion wasn't that big. And prices were ridiculous, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we didn't really, we, we didn't buy anything. Like we, the only thing we bought, we went to the Lego store and we bought a little um, Lego Statue of Liberty that we can we're gonna build. Like it's just kind of a little souvenir. It's like ten bucks. Cute. <laughs> That's cute. Kind of have, have a little something that we can put on the. Uh, we have big uh, bookcases with uh, win- uh, windows and, and lights, so we're gonna put that little Statue of Liberty in there. Um, yeah, it was. But yeah, Nintendo store is always. It's you know, it's fun. It's really cool to just like walk in and 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 see all the um all the cool stuff they have for sale. Some of the amiibos you can only get there. Uh, from what I know, uh, when I went, it was actually uh, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak amiibo. So you had the Palico, um, you had the uh, the dog. I forget what the name is, and uh, I think um, it was uh, Malzano as uh, mm-hmm. as an amiibo. They're, I didn't buy any, but they look really cool. I don't not really that much into amiibos, but um, yeah, they were they were pretty cool. And lots of stuff from all their franchises, so Zelda's, Animal Crossing, Metroid, Pokemon, whatever you know, name it. Everything was there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was pretty fun. Nice. I'm glad yeah, you had a nice went, uh, trip. It was a good mental break, but not a mm. physical break. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes that's just as good, you know. Yeah, yeah, needed it. Get out of the everyday. Yeah, Catherine, what have you been up to this week? Oh well. Pascal went oh, to me? a boys Catherine? weekend. So oh, and the boy was my brother and the kids went skiing. So I enjoyed mm. 24 hours of being alone in this duplex. And it was amazing. Mm. <laughs> it was an introvert stream. Um, not a sound in the place except my cat meowing when he was hungry. So I did not do much. To be honest. That's pretty I good. Did, yeah. Sometimes you just got to enjoy the quiet. Because last week yep. was pretty busy. This week is pretty busy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, that's, cool. I think that's pretty much all I did. Nice. And now I'm just looking forward to Saturday night because 
Um, we had to delay my birthday dinner by a few weeks, and I'm just really excited about going for fancy sushi. And of course, people asked me what was the restaurant at work in the Discord. People wanted to know where's the fancy sushi place we're going. I forgot the name. He told me <laughs> like <clears throat> we're. I think okay. I'm gonna find out when we get there. At that this works. Point. It's just like we're just gonna go out the door, and I'm gonna follow him in the metro, and he's just gonna lead me to my birthday meal. That's it. <laughs> Close your eyes. Come with me. Yeah, coming with me. It's that meme of like the. Have you seen that one with the like? husband invites you to go like shopping for random things and then it's like the little kid and she's kind of like waddling along being like just happy to be around yeah that's gonna be me on on saturday night just like i don't know where we're going i don't know what time the resident like he's got all that information i'm just gonna dress up show up and eat a shit ton of sushi sounds like fun Joelle, do you do anything fun this week? Um, not really. I got my uh, flu uh, vaccine and my COVID booster at the same time. So oh, boy. I got a one in each arm. So Saturday I was feeling pretty crappy. <laughs> was there one arm that hurt more than the other or were they both painful? The, co- the COVID booster definitely was super sore. Like, yeah. it was sore. And I've been, I've been out each time I've gotten a COVID a related shot and like i just so i just knew i planned because i have a really full next couple weeks coming up and i'm like this is the time to do it um so i just went in and got both at the same time uh so i was (laughs) it's now or never (laughs) pretty much out of commission (laughs) which was fine because i didn't have anything planned so but now that's over and done and we've got some fun stuff coming up um a a big weekend next weekend um with a climbing clinic, and I'm gonna try snowboarding for the first time Ooh. on Friday. So hopefully that will go okay. Um, and gonna see Ant Man, and then after that, I'm gonna be going to Texas. So yeah. Oh, for f- pleasure or for work? For pleasure. So yes. Nice. I was away this weekend as well. I went to Ottawa for the weekend. It was my father-in-law's wife. I guess I could say mother-in-law, but I have a mother-in-law. I know it's confusing. Uh, But anyways, it was her retirement party and her 55th birthday. So uh, it was a surprise. So we went to Ottawa and I remembered um, Ottawa, Montreal are really cold and Ottawa's really, really cold and had lots yes. of snow. And I was so excited to come back to Toronto where it's temperate. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I am now totally not used to the frigid temperatures. I cannot handle anything that's colder than minus a 10. Mm. Oh boy. Toronto is yeah. not like that at all. <laughs> but I was super excited on Sunday to get home <gasps> and watch The Last of Us. Yes. Yes. <sighs> I agree. Yes. Oh my God, oh. Joelle! What did you think? Oh man, what did I not think? I did not think this sucked. That's what I did not think. Yes, <laughs> I definitely was did not think that. I think most of the time I thought I know that part. I know that part from the game. Like I know that part, mm-hmm. and this happens. It was just me pointing out a bunch of stuff and getting excited, and um, probably annoying the shit out of my boyfriend about it, and then also being scared because I. I was like, oh, no, this is going to be a spooky, spooky show. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, oh, I remember why I only got through half of the first game and stopped because it was too much. But um, I thought it was amazing. I thought the the performances of the actors were great. I 
loved that they took the richness of the story and like amped it up to a hundred. Uh, mm-hmm. The set design was uh, on point. Like when you were going through the first episode, I I don't know how you could not think of if you played the game and like were a fan of the game, like you knew, like you you knew where all the references were and and what yeah. they meant. And it was wonderful that they gave you almost shot for shot some of the cinematic um mm-hmm. cutscenes from the game oh yeah so i loved that because i was like oh i remember when i was playing and i felt this way and this is gonna happen and and even though i knew things were gonna happen they they, mm-hmm. they still cut like so so deep so i mm-hmm. it was it, it it didn't matter it was wonderful wow. i don't know what do you think I was in my glee the entire time. I <laughs> could not get over how, first, how they set it up to explain to people mm-hmm. before we even got to a title sequence was fascinating. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect mm-hmm. that. And then the t- as soon as the title sequence hit and you started hear- you started seeing like the spore stuff and then you started hearing the music from the game, I had shivers, like mm-hmm. instant yeah, shivers. Yeah. I even, I actually said to Mike, I have shivers. <laughs> <laughs> and then my heart was up in my throat the rest of the time because I knew what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And wow, like I, like I'm so excited for Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> like if they keep this up, this is impressive, like super impressive. And what's fascinating too, because you talked about like the the set design and kind of locations and stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of this was filmed in Calgary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like I had like colleagues of mine at other radio stations being like i'm watching the show and i'm trying to figure out where they are <laughs> and i'm like that Phys- yeah physically wild, yeah wild and i saw an interview with pedro pascal too that where he spoke to some of that i think he was talking to e-talk but yeah he spoke about like shooting in canada and what it felt like in dealing with like because they dealt with the weather and everything mm-hmm. too so uh so yeah, yeah. it <sighs> i'm so excited to see more i can't wait for sunday like it, I'm kind of happy that Yellowstone and 1923 are on a little bit of a hiatus for a bit because I'm like, that's going to be a lot of content consume on one day. But like, <laughs> I am going to have to watch Last of Us as soon as it drops yep. my yeah. grave because, because, uh, yeah. And like the ratings around it, like even before we got into it, the ratings, like the Rotten Tomatoes, was extremely high yeah. for all the reviews, which is hard to believe considering like there were video game people reviewing this so people who knew the source material and stuff and you're like can it be real can it actually be that good after we've been burned so many Mm -hmm. times Mm -hmm. and it lived up to it so i mean obviously it's got lots to live up to this week um and yeah it uh joelle did you put this note in here about the second most watch hbo premiere behind the house of dragon i did because i like when you said you know you can't wait for sunday night that is how i was when i was watching game of thrones i'm a big game of thrones um fan and Mm -hmm. uh, that is how uh, i always wanted to watch it like sunday night we're gonna get dinner done and we're going to be ready at 8 o'clock uh, Central Time, my time, when it drops on HBO. And we're going to do it. Like, it was, it's like the the show that I actually worked my life around to make sure I watch. And it seems like The Last of Us is going to be in step. And uh, Variety reported that The Last of Us scores HBO's second biggest premiere in more than a decade. And wow. the number one wow. premiere was um, House of Dragon. 
But this one, I thought there was a number that they gave. Um, la, do, 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 do. The House of Dragon that launched last summer had nearly 10 million views. Wow. Game of Thrones garnered just 4.2 million. And so The Last of Us um, was, was just below that 10 million. So, like, it was huge. It was a, it was a huge night for HBO. It was a huge night for Naughty Dog. Like, big kudos to everyone that worked so, so hard on this series because so far it seems like it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be good. And, like, from what all the, the creators and the actors, they've been saying, they're like, we're just getting started. They're kind of like buckle up. So, wow. I I don't. <laughs> I, I knowing the quality of of uh, production that HBO does, I I have to believe it. Like so, yeah. I'm so I'm yeah I'm I'm there Sunday nights. Know where I'm gonna be? Yep. Mm-hmm. Same with me. Let's get into what everybody's been playing this week, Catherine. I think you and I are still on that Persona Five Royal train, aren't we? Yeah, I. Jesus Christ, Fire Emblem Engage is coming out, and I'm nowhere near the end of Persona 5. Um, Can you even get to the end of Persona 5? I, is I that even to. an achievable goal? <laughs> like, my my reward for finishing Persona 5 Royal will be to play Fire Emblem Engage. Okay. Um, I I didn't make it to the next palace, like. I didn't play I didn't play a lot, but I did finish like the beach trip and now we're getting mm. to the part where we're discovering where the next palace is and um getting that sorted and started. But mm. yeah. I am um, I, I think I'm at I was looking at the time on my save file, I'm at like fifty five ish hours. Yeah, it makes about about right last, sense. Last week, last week I was like, I don't know, I'm between something like fifty and sixty. I forgot, but yeah, yeah. like I, I think when I checked the last time I played, I was like at fifty two or fifty five. So I think I'm going at this at a good pace. Like, yeah, I'm uh, in the middle of Futaba's Palace, the fourth mm -hmm. one, and uh, I'm at forty four hours. Yeah, didn't get to play a whole lot this week because I was away. Um, God. Damn, Futaba's Palace has the best music. It, At least it, what I've heard <laughs> so far. I, God, I liked, it's so good. I love Futaba's Palace, and I love the previous one to the bank. It had like yeah. a good like funky music type thing. Like yeah. you know, you're going through it and you're like grooving with it. But anyway, mm -hmm. the soundtrack in Persona Five, like we've ranted and raved about how mm -hmm. this is one of the best um, soundtracks. And honestly, mm -hmm. like a lot of the music comes back throughout the game for a game that you have to play for 100 hours, and I'm still not sick so of the music. Mm -hmm. mm -mm. That counts for a lot. Yeah, yeah. music is fantastic. Joel, what are you even playing? Oh, still, you know, I, I put the curse on myself of playing big games like at, at the same time. So still rolling through Mass Effect 3 and Witcher 3. Um, mm. So still. Do you have something you're waiting for to come out so that you really jump on? Like, do you have... Um, thinking about Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, okay. So, yep. But my girlfriend's yeah. very sad about about it because when it comes out, we're gonna be in Florida. So she's like, "Oh no, I bought and everything, but I can't <laughs> oh. back." So she's oh, very no. sad about it. Mm, oh, she'll play when she comes back. Yeah, yeah she's gonna cry in her pina colada next to next to the the beach. <laughs> sad gamer tears as you sit on a beach mm. and try and be social. Yep. Mm. <laughs> Simon, how about you? 
Uh, Dragonflight Push and Craft have kind of kept me going this whole time. Yep. Uh, having a lot of fun in Dragonflight. Like, I'm only in the second zone, but I'm already almost max level. I'm just, I don't care. I'm just doing the story and I'm having a really good time. So that's kind of saying something for, uh, for a game like WoW. And, uh, Push and Craft, I'm at level, uh, geez, I forget what it is. Um, I'm at chapter, I just finished chapter, uh, eight. And I think there's 10 total, 10 yeah, or 11. I think so, yeah. The grind is real as you get later in the game and you need to get yeah, your, like, like cred having up, to create the uh, the salts and, like, yeah. just, you got to redo all the freaking, uh, like, Negretto, Albedo, Citrine, like, all of yeah. them. We got to redo them again to do the, the, the next salt. It's like, oh, my God. It's like real life work. So it's uh, say what? (laughs) It's like real life work. (laughs) Yeah, but it's really cool though. I mean, I'm having a really good time, and I'm not like I'm not missing many uh, achievements. Like I'm only missing well going full evil. So I haven't tried that yet. Uh, And then the other ones are just kind of finishing all the salts and all the um, all the chapters. So uh, yeah, we'll we'll have to see what uh, what I what I if I end up doing it, but. Having a really good time. Yeah, I'm 17 hours in. Probably have like another 10-ish hours mm-hmm. or so mm-hmm. before the game's over. I know that they're doing a new um, a new update pretty soon. Like they've announced mm-hmm. um, they've announced uh, like updates to the garden. They've announced um, updated feature new substance and st- salt, alchemical gear upgrades and shop customizations, new merchants and customers, new maps, new ingredient types, uh, new music, which is really cool because uh, the song that plays on loop is really good but kind of gets tiring. Mm-hmm. New talents as well. Like There's a lot of big stuff that's going to be coming out for Push and Craft, so I almost don't want to finish it and kind of want, or maybe save an evil run for all the new updates coming out so that I can go the evil round and see what that comes up with. So, mm. uh, yeah, it should be interesting. Cool. Yeah, I'm about in the same boat. The question is, is like, keep moving or wait for update. We'll see. Just try to get Persona 5 Royal and potentially that done prior to Hogwarts Legacy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's go through some news before we get into the Fantasy Critic Draft. Mm-hmm. You folks ready to do that? Yep. Let's yep. go. Catherine, it's time to talk some news. And uh, today was today is Wednesday, the 18th of January. And it it's is a Wednesday, sad day. my dudes. It's a sad day. Well, yeah. Be seven. Yep. It is officially the resting day as we sunset Stadia. As Google kills it and buries it in the ground. Let's see if if Google Graveyard killed by Google. Uh, Is Stadia there? Yep, Google Stadia killed about 21 hours ago. Perfect. But uh, as we discussed lately, that they could create a bunch of e waste, Google. Google did the one good thing about this, and the uh, Stadia controller is officially a generic universal Bluetooth controller. <laughs> so, that's good. It will roll out a self serve tool enabling Stadia pads to be used as Bluetooth controllers. So, if you have one or you pick one in a bargain bin somewhere or at some uh, Goodwill, know that now it's oh. just a generic pairing. Gamepad that you can use on any Bluetooth enabled device. 
mostly computers, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah, look at that. They killed YouTube originals. I didn't know about that. What? Completely? Oh, really? Yeah. Killed 19 days ago. They announced that they were not going to be doing any more originals. Wow. Mm. Okay. Crazy, because uh, Cobra Kai came from YouTube originals, and that show was fucking banging. Mm. Well. It's doing gone. better on Netflix than it is on uh, than it did on YouTube. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, and secondly, keeping with the eco-ish news, um, Xbox consoles are going to be carbon aware. So it's a hmm. carbon what aware the fuck marketing mode. thing. Is that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's going to be rolling out to Xbox Insiders, but basically, it's a power mode. Uh, that's gonna. That's gonna. How do I say it? That optimizes updates and download times and okay. the uh your like uh sleep mode to know mm-hmm. when there's less pull on your local power grid to then power up and update. Uh, okay. How, how, how is it different than like so the PS5 is like rest mode? How is it different than like the the rest- mode optimizes updates and downloads to run at times when the local power grid is least reliant on fossil fuels and the console can use the most renewable energy to perform these tasks. Windows 11 updates become carbon aware last year. So they try, if they're doing the auto update, it doesn't necessarily do the download as soon as it's available. It'll wait and see, oh, in your mm-hmm. household or on oh. your, in your grid, power grid, mm-hmm. at 3 a.m., people aren't doing anything. We'll do it then rather than oh. at 9 p.m. when people have like, every tv on in their house and the washer going and every light and oh i see okay and i don't know if you if in your area there's this but like hydro quebec recently rolled out a program where um sometimes if you use power outside of um high traffic times or like Mm -hmm. peak Mm -hmm. hours uh that power costs less yeah oh i thought they did that anyway uh, I thought that was a thing before, where and like you I would always try and for, do my for the program. Like uh, you, you'll no. get a yeah. you'll get an alert saying, "Hey, uh, there's a lot of stress on the grid right now. If you reduce your mm. consumption, they can give you a credit or whatever." So interesting. Mm, I don't think we have that. Sometimes, like we get, like they sometimes remind people, like during major holidays, like if you're going to be gone from your home, like you can turn your, you know, your temperature. You know, don't mm-hmm. you have to keep your house cold because or your house hot because like you're not there or whatever they'll yeah. remind. Yeah. But I don't think we get any. I mean, this is America. I, I mean, so, like, it's new from this year that like I got the mm-hmm. notification about it. It doesn't work for me because like we work from home too much. Yeah. Um, uh, but mm-hmm. it's basically um, a program where instead of having like right now, all I have is like a set amount that I pay mm-hmm. every month based on my like consumption whatever and i don't there's no difference in my kilowatts per hour that i pay i just pay whatever i use an amount and at the end of the year if i underpaid or overpaid they adjust um there's a program where it's actually like if you use electricity during peak hours it's like way more expensive Mm. than if you Mm. use it outside of peak hours so you have Mm. the potential of bringing your power bill super down but if you use it anything during peak hours it's so much more expensive and peak hours is basically like from 4 30 p.m to like 8 p.m mm. i was like that's not gonna work bro <laughs> like it's basically if you don't make dinner when the rest of the province is making dinner yeah anyway yeah um mm, all right 
if you have these programs or whatnot. I think it's cool because also there there's a good chance that it's updating when you're not using it or in the background. So that means that like you get up in the morning or if you work from home lunch break, you turn on your console and it's mm -hmm. all done for you overnight. Yeah. 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 I see. I, I hate see. when that happens. Yeah. One I hope it's just updates though, because one thing that the like obviously both xbox and playstation kind of do this uh, xbox has obviously marketed around it it's the uh the the resume the quick resume mm -hmm. the console needs to be powered and running in like that sleep mode rather than a full hard shutdown for that mm -hmm. to work if you do full mm -hmm. hard shutdown all of that stuff stops um because it's kind of running it in memory in the background so uh so that's something to think about too mm -hmm. i wonder how much extra consumption that takes Mm, that's a good I, question. Yeah, I think in the grand scheme of things, for like you, the average user, um, not much. Probably not much. Yeah, because like the other thing too is like m my understanding is like it's a lot of work for it to reboot up again. So like it's almost less energy. Just kind of leave it running on low. No, Simon, mm -hmm. you're more the computer gearhead. Am I on to something here? Is that am I crazy? Well, is it well, better to kind of like leave your computer running like? Kind of quietly about in it. sleep if mode. It, it's if if it's off and it's not updating in the background, like when mm -hmm. it's in sleep mode, you turn it on and then you have to wait an hour for it to run some updates before you can play. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, long term, I don't know if that's true anymore, but long term um, sleep mode could have negative impacts on hardware. Okay. But that was like years ago. So that might mm -hmm. not be true anymore. Um, and it also depends on the power of your computer. Like if you have a, a thousand watt power supply and your computer is running 24 seven, then yeah, it can definitely make a difference. But if you have like just a regular PC with like a 500 watt power supply, then probably not. It won't make any difference. Keep it, or like a couple bucks even at that. So really honestly, it, like it depends on, on, how big how powerful your computer is and really what kind of usage you're doing with mm. it so it's okay. and i never put it in sleep my computer is always on just because i have uh um uh it's <laughs> my mom connects to it to watch golf because it's this whole thing uh but uh <laughs> basically and like <laughs> i it, it hasn't really changed anything on my power bill at all or barely and like i think i have a 750 power supply something like that so okay. honestly it's I I I used to always close it and keep it on, and I haven't noticed any difference. So mm. okay, cool. Simon, you mentioned this last week, um, yeah. and it's a follow up now because last week you had mentioned it as something to watch as we always hit at the GDQ. end of the uh, episode. So uh, yeah, yeah, GDQ finished up. Yeah, GDQ uh, has finished and has raised $2,642,000 for the Prevent Cancer Foundation. Um, so that's a lot of money. Very cool. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not sure compared to the last years. I was trying to find the numbers, but I couldn't find uh, I couldn't find it for the life of me. Uh, but uh, here, let, let me say uh, SGDQ 2022. Um googling as we go i'm not doing it total it was three million dollars so a little bit less a little bit less um than for uh, uh sgdq 2022 but still pretty cool um pretty cool pretty big number uh some of the highlights uh that uh people have have uh, have said to go watch and kind of uh 
enjoy, so I saved a couple of them. Uh, uh, Fashion Police, Super Mario Galaxy 2 Race, uh, Metal Gear Solid 5, Step Mania, and Pokemon Legends Arceus were fives that were must-watch runs. Uh, that That's what I've seen. And uh, three... Uh, five that I uh, I've seen as as runner-ups being really interesting. Uh, Portal Air Bolt Percent haven't watched it. Not sure what that's about. Um, Elephant Snakes and Crocodiles, which is a Mario Kaizo uh, a mod. Super Mario Three, uh, Super Mario Brothers Three by Mitch Flower Power, who's a legendary speedrunner. Uh, Resident Evil Seven and Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, which also is apparently pretty good. So yeah, some really good stuff on there. If you want to go check it out, everything also is on the. Um, on the GDQ uh, YouTube page, as always. There's always uh, lots of stuff on there, and they, and they always do something pretty much almost every week. They have uh, they have some uh, some speedruns going. And I think next event is f- uh, Frame Fatales, mm-hmm. which is an all-women uh, all, uh, run event uh, that every runner is a woman or someone who identifies as a woman uh, who, who, who will run the event and be in the event. So it's some pretty cool stuff going on. Can confirm nice. that Portal Airport boat is fascinating to watch. <laughs> uh, yep. And they did a run of Cult of the Lamb, which was hilarious yes. to watch a speed run of Cult of the Lamb. So if you have yeah. an hour and you want to throw it on in the background to, to check out, um, that was really cool. But yeah, it's a really... And the step manias are always like insane. Always interesting. Yeah, so yeah. a re- really cool uh, space to check out. So I would highly recommend. Yeah, I, I did watch the classic. I watched the thing Zelda's. Um, I think there's the. I saw Pokemon as well, like any uh, percent Pokemon mm. Blue. I think is what I saw something like that. Yeah, they did a so Zelda the, Link to the Past No Sword, uh, yes. completion, which was really fun. So yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of it really goes. Um, how entertaining and fun the runner is. Yep. Uh, sometimes, mm. like the run, can be really cool, but if 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 the runner is kind of boring and not really entertaining, then it, it's could be fun. But like when the speedrunner is fun and the speedrunner is interesting and and charismatic, then it's just like super 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 cool. So, uh, and it's not always easy uh, being you know Eddie's in the camera like that and doing a big a big event like that in front of everyone. So. Uh, it's good that uh, some people are actually really good at that. So, and they're trying to play a game as fast as they can. Yep. Like, it's true. Well, often, uh, often there's going to be people comment commentating, like so the the runner can focus on playing the game. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes people are again, you know, it's 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 not in a competitive setting, so it's really in a in in, in a in a marathon setting. So they're mm-hmm. just kind of showing off some tricks and, and try, you know if they're gonna try uh a trick that's really hard for three or four times and if it doesn't work they're gonna go for the backup strat so they always have like plan b's c's and d's depending on, on what's happening uh but still you know you still got to be entertaining and you're being watched by you know uh twenty thousand twenty five thousand people at the same time so there's always this little stress <laughs> so uh yeah but yeah good stuff go check it out on the gdq website uh cool. website and youtube channel mm-hmm. very cool and then the last note we have here, news-wise, chat through, um, is all around <laughs> PC games and the requirements that are starting to come out. Because yeah. uh, some news hit about uh, what's involved in getting Forspoken to run on your computer. Man, you better have a beefy boy ready to go. Because, yeah. geez, <laughs> like, I, I, I thought my mouth dropped when i heard that returnal you know was uh requiring 32 gigs of ram to run 
And I thought, holy bejeebus. But then when I ran across the specs to run Forspoken on PC, I maybe started to doubt why I have a PC in the first place <laughs> if I'm going to want to run these games. And slightly actually thankful yeah. that I have a console. Because, mm -hmm. like, man, to run Forspoken, the minimum requirements are, uh, I'm just going to, CPU is a AMD Ryzen 5 1600 or an Intel Core i7-377. Again, i7-3 is... Like uh, it's a so it's the third generation of i seven. That's an old ass GP, uh, CPU. That's like Jesus Christ, uh, probably something like seven eight years ago. So yes, it's an i seven, but like an i three, which is really cheap right now of the most recent generation, will outperform the i seven from from that era. So, so I have an i five. You'll be fine. Okay. If it's anything after like if it's an i five for seven eight nine generation, you'll be totally. So fine. is this like slightly misleading? Is that like? That's Intel. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right. Unfortunately, all right. Intel sucks at naming everything. Okay. That's so unless an oxymoron. You're, unless you're in the know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, but yeah, i seven. Basically, the the number after after the i seven or i five, yeah. like three seven seven zero three, is a third generation okay. of Intel processors. Uh, so, for example, if you go in the recommended or the ultra settings, yeah. Uh, yeah. recommended it's going to be an i seven eight seven zero zero k. So that's eight generation, uh -huh. and then twelve seven hundred oh is God. twelve is the newest generation that just came out right now so well and again i3s from this generation are going to be way better than i7s from 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 third generation it just it well, so it, yes it's it, well and it's an int <laughs> it's know. intimidating right because like me i don't Very i don't know so. like i know like a little itty bitty bit so to me i look at this and i'm like well i don't have do i have the cpu power i I yeah. just barely have the gpu power because the minimum yeah. is an amd uh, 50, 5500 um, XT, 8 gigabyte, and then the NVIDIA is a GTX 1060, and I have a yeah. 1070 Ti. Memory, yeah. 16 uh, gigs, yeah. and, uh, you know, 720 display. Um, yeah, like, like, the minimum requirements is for 720, 30 FPS, yeah. which is yeah. just, get a console yeah. at this point. Like, get this game on console. Yeah. Don't play this game on PC. Yeah. It, like, it makes I, no sense. I'm looking at this, and I'm thinking of the PC that I got rid of, like, a month ago. Yeah. And, like, the only thing I hit was the, uh, the RAM <laughs> and the CPU. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. The GPU, I was one generation too late. Mm. Yeah. For, I, but it's... And it's still a hundred, like, you're going to run this game, like, on low res, and it's going to look like crap, and it's still going to take 150 gigabytes on your hard drive. Yep. yep. Well, honestly, right now, in um, NVIDIA and AMD are doing really, really great technology to um, use AI to really upscale things like 720p so even if you're only able to run the game at 720p now there's there's a lot of there's lots of ways for you to uh, actually uh, fake having 1080p even if you're at 720p so that it's possible to play the game at higher resolutions even though you're, you're, te you're technically not um mm -hmm. so a lot i know there's a lot of focus on this but like looking at the system requirements mm -hmm. to me uh, one that game is probably very very poorly optimized for pc 
because like it's so broad like from a gtx 1060 to an rtx 4080 that's just ridiculous a range mm. of, mm. of of power like it makes absolutely no sense so i think that the they just went so wide mm-hmm. yeah because the recommended to, and compa- is and everything like it's just crazy because the recommended is a 370 Yep, RTX 370. Yeah. Like it's not even in the middle of <laughs> no. that 1060 in the 4. Came out last yeah. year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, again to me it speaks like a game that's not at all optimized for PC, and it's probably going to run like complete shit when it first comes out on PC. A bit like when Horizon, when Horizon first came out on PC, it was horribly optimized mm. and it was really really bad. Mm. Uh, so I think that that's probably what's going to happen. Um, but like, I have a 3080 and. I don't. I'm not gonna play that game at 30 FPS on my PC. Absolutely not. So I'm just not gonna play it on my PC or wait for reviews, wait for digital foundry videos, and wait for patches and updates mm-hmm. so that it can actually optimize that game because it just it makes no 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 sense. Well, like I I I just bought a laptop like a month ago, like and I think my laptop like this model came out like six months ago. Like it's not like last year's model. Yeah, and I'm sitting somewhere in the recommended, mm. yeah. not even in the ultra. Like yeah. I'm in the recommended because I have an RTX, uh, 370 Ti, but yeah. a mobile version because it's a laptop. Yeah. So I'm looking at this and I'm like, like I'm just like, <laughs> I'm not even at ultra, and this laptop is not even a month old. Like what yeah. the fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Uh... Again, you know, eh, PC gaming is less and less accessible now, unfortunately. So, mm. it's just a reality. Get a console. <laughs> get get first, first Pokemon on PS5 and play it on PS5. Mm. But is it if you can easy find your to hands get on a one. console? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it's supposed to be easier than last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, folks. Are you ready to get into Topic of the Week, which is our Fantasy Critic Draft? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Let's go. And it's time! Welcome, everybody, to the Girls on Games 2023 Fantasy Critic Draft! Oh my god, Every everybody, we, we are recording this in reverse order when doing the podcast today, and that threw me for a loop, so I had to sit here for a minute, and Simon started laughing at me Think because about I'm it. a creature of habit. <laughs> Mm-hmm. What are words? Even? What are words? What are Ooh, words? What? But uh, but yeah, this is going to be really fun. I'm excited. Um, I heard about the concept of the uh, fantasy critic uh, kind of game last year. A lot of different podcasts were covering it and doing it and things like that. And I always thought it was kind of cool for us, but we just didn't have the get up and go to get it organized last year. Plus, I'm not going to lie, guys, I've never done a fantasy critic draft or a fantasy draft of any yeah. real sorts before. Me no, neither. like hockey drafts, football, nothing like that. So, yeah. um, this is going to be interesting. And, uh, we have one of our good friends, friend of the show, uh, from also our discord channel. You, you probably chatted with him when we we're like talking during, uh, different events and stuff. when we're watching online. Uh, Kyle, better known as Darth Stridius is joining us today. Hey, Kyle, how's it going? Very good. I'm glad to be on. I've been yeah, this- on for a while now. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be fun, and uh, you're going to keep us in line because we don't really know what the heck we're doing. <laughs> because we are easily confused. <laughs> 
So Kyle has walked me through this process and we set up the Girls on Games podcast uh, draft and uh, also as well then came on and last week to kind of make sure that we were all prepared and we continue to have questions, but we're going to run through all the rules and all that jazz and get through the process. And Mm -hmm. Kyle's going to be there as our referee guiding light, making sure we know what we're doing. So thank you. I really appreciate your help on this. (laughs) No problem. Anytime. Awesome. Okay. So. Without further ado, we're going to get into the process of doing our draft for our fantasy critic. So uh, we got to run through the rules and all that jazz. Um, But before we start talking about the rules, I think it's important that we all speak to um, our new publisher names. Because the point of this game (laughs) is we are essentially (laughs) picking games that we think will do well to add to our publisher catalog for the course of the year. Um, And so we all had to, in the process, name our publishers. And uh, mine's pretty simple and easy, (laughs) but the rest of the crew came with the funnies. (laughs) So uh, I feel a little bad that my name's not that good. I just went with GOG Leah Studios because, you know... It's on, brand. It's, on it's brand. on brand. It's on brand. Yeah. It's on brand. Yeah, totally on brand. So mm-hmm. um, that's what mm-hmm. I have. Um, but Catherine, what's the name of your publisher? Oh, I am the CEO of Tartelet Games, bringing <laughs> you fresh, sweet, and tart experiences. Oh, oh wow. She's in a pitch gun. Fantastic. Uh, don't get any in your idea. eye. <laughs> I feel real bad that mine's not nearly as uh, as entertaining with a catchphrase. Go, Catherine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Simon. Hi. You named yours your publisher when we like you know started the process of this uh-huh. last week, and you're like, I'm going to change it, and I said, No, don't change it because it's really good. <laughs> yeah. Um. So my uh, uh my, my studio is called uh, Fart Knuckle Studio. Uh, that's Fart Knuckle. <laughs> Um, exactly what that does, I have no idea. Uh, why, why did I choose that name? Why did that name pop in my head? I have no idea. Is Fart Knuckle something bad? I don't know. But I, I just thought it was a funny word, so that's what I chose. And I don't have any fancy reason like Kat does, so that's just, that's just what it is. It's a good name. To be, to be fair, it's giving me Game Grumps, so I think it fits. True, true, true. Hmm. I feel like I'm going to start saying fart knuckle now instead of the other F word um, and just see if it catches on. Yeah, so, why not? Let's make go. that a thing. So From now um, on, we can I, never say the F word. We I, say fart I actually knuckle. asked, uh, I don't know if you know about chat uh, uh, GPT, which is kind of the uh, new yeah. uh, open AI, uh, mm-hmm. like fake AI teaching you, uh, like uh, giving you text about everything, and I asked them to uh, to uh, make write me a little pitch about what uh, Fart Knuckle Studio is. Oh so my gosh. Uh, if I can read that for you guys, it's <laughs> yes, very straightforward. Please. Uh, introducing uh, Fart Knuckle Studios, a cutting edge game development company that specializes in creating immersive, story driven experiences for players of all ages. Our team, <laughs> made up of industry veteran and fresh talent, is dedicated to pushing the boundaries of what's possible in the gaming world wow wow they gave you a lot of credit so wow. that's that uh, is the about page of every game studio that's ever it's tried pretty to good, eh? <laughs> and probably a picture of 12 white guys on stairs yep. Yep. yes 
a diverse workplace. 12 white guys. <laughs> and last but not least, Joelle. I mean, this one, this one seems pretty obvious because, I mean, he was all over the place. We just couldn't get rid of the guy. And I thought, why not take the inspiration? Um, my uh, gaming studio name is Chris Pratt was here games. There we go. <laughs> I mean, he is Mario after all. He is Mario he was after here all. and there and yep. everywhere. He was everywhere. He so yeah. I, uh, I just thought, why not really immortalize it by naming it my studio game for the Fantasy League pick? Because you got to hear it all year and you're going to hear about him. Probably all year, but maybe only after until the Mario movie comes out. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Thank you, Joelle, for uh, prolonging this ex- experience for us. You're welcome. <laughs> it's all about you. It's, it's all about everyone. That's, you're welcome. All right. Let's get into the rules. And this is where Kyle's really going to help us out to make sure we keep ourselves straight, know what we're doing, because, you know, we can get confused easily. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, go through everything um, and talk about how this is going to work. So, We have all in advance gone to fantasycritic.games and I set up a league, which there will be a link uh, on girlsongames.ca so that you can go watch us do this over the course of the year. The internet judging. I can't wait. (laughs) Yes, the internet judging. Mm -hmm. Um, That's what we're good at. Uh, Then what we're going to do here today, everybody, like the the whole thing's uh, rigged out. We've got all of us have picked our our watch list of games. Um, we're going to read through the rules here now. It's going to be all kind of done automatically through fantasycritic.games in setting the draft order. And then as we go and pick things and get them added to each of our lists, uh, we're going to kind of talk it out and see how it goes. Um, so let's talk about the rules that we've got right now. And I'm opening up the league options. So our fantasy league is going to um, have us contain 15 games over the course of 2023. During the process of this draft today, we are going to be picking seven games. The process of picking these seven games, the system's going to randomly set us a draft, and then we're going to go in order and then snake back the opposite way, back and forth. Kyle's nodding his head. I am explaining this correctly. I feel very good right now. (laughs) (laughs) Doing great. Keep it up. So that is the process of today then over the course of the rest of the year there are going to be eight uh chances for us to be able to pick eight games every week uh you can go and pick it bid on a game we all have a hundred bucks phony money we all have a hundred bucks and we can go bid on a game from is it monday until thursday when does it start again since sunday morning until thursday night Thursday night. Okay. That we have the option to go in and bid on a game. Change games. The minimum bid yeah. is a buck in our funny money. Okay. If you really funny like money. something, you want to throw $50 on it to make sure you get it. It's good. So that's when you bid. Then after on Friday morning. So once the cutoff on Thursday night, it is made public who is bid on what games. Not the amount though, right, Kyle? No, just, just what games. What we're bid on. Another person. Like not, you don't know who it is either. Just the game and that's it. Yeah, and then you have the opportunity then to also put in a bid, but only in the games that have been actively bid on that week. Yeah, and the person who bid on those games can also just increment their uh, bid if they want. If they're scared, like, oh no, I think Leah's going to come bid on this game because it's a 
sim simulator kind of game. Mm -hmm. That's her kind of game that she wants on her team. So let me case increase a bit on it. Cool. Just, yeah. So the other thing that happens. So then, yeah. And then it's locked in after, um, what is it? Saturday night, Monday yeah. morning or Sunday morning. Saturday it's night. locked in and someone wins that. And the money's taken out of their account. Yeah. And if you don't get it, you don't lose the money you put on it. Mm hmm. There are also, or there is also a counter pick system tied to all of this over the course of the year. Everybody will pick two games that they want to bet against. Essentially. One of those games is going to be chosen this evening for each of us. Now, do we all know, Kyle, who has counterpicked on what game? Yes. So if you looked at your, your roster, mm -hmm. the two bottom picks will say counterpicks, the CPK. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it'll say there which are the counterpicks. And the, on your roster, if your game's counterpicked, there'll be a target. Mm -hmm. like, okay, perfect. Critical on it saying this, is, this has been counterpicked. Okay. So that's the other note as well that we, one thing that we actually learned today um, as we did this, because we've been running through the rules uh, a few times now. We can only counterpick on games that have been already picked by other people. So on other. So if I have a game that I think is going to do well, Catherine decides she wants to counterpick on that. It's she has to count or counterpick on one of the ones in my roster. Good or, thing Joel yeah. picked all the games. And yes. yeah, Joel, uh, yeah, all of them. So <laughs> I, have, I have no defense. <laughs> <laughs> we have yeah, we've gone through the process of building our own watch list in advance of this, and you know. I know I've got like 17 games. Kat, how many did you pick in advance? 15-ish. Oh, Simon, you? Yeah, I got 16. And Joelle, how many wish list ones do you have? Um, All known games don't Tell us. Tell a us. A lot. A lot. 50-something? <laughs> maybe maybe it's around us? Maybe it's around the 57 mark, like-ish, maybe. I nice. just... And again, it's not a bad idea because I watched this carries on past tonight. Yeah. So yeah. It's not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. Okay. There's another rule when it comes to counterpicking, and that is that we all have to have our counterpicks in by November 1st of this year. If you do not counterpick a game, you automatically lose points. So that's the thing. You need to make sure we like we each need to make sure we have two counterpicks. Um, maybe to talk about how um, the point system works. So once you have, we have games, we're betting on how well they do on open critic, correct? Yep. Yes. Okay. So depending, and that's when the review's in. So say a game is already out, you know, obviously we can't bet on that because we already know what the reviews are. And I think reviews for like, like say Today, we're doing this Wednesday evening on January 18th. It is possible that, like, right now, Forspoken is still available because there's no reviews out for it yet. But Fire Emblem, what was the name Engage. of Fire Engage. Engage already has one because that comes out this week. And they also some early access games like Baldur's Gate 3 and Overwatch 2 technically were scored on during the early access period. They cannot be... Um, uh, released and then the other note the game has to release to get points right so we pick games like hades 3 hades 2 and it doesn't come out this year because it's going to early access you're not getting those points you know Mike right. scored on during the year okay how do the points work when it comes to when does it count as points when does it count as double points when does it count as lost points so for points is 
from 70 and above, you get points. Okay. If the points are above 90, so to say, like last year, last year, like God of War was 94, 95, for example. I think take 95. You get double points past 90. So if you had God of War and you got 95, you'll be 30 points. Because it'd be 20 to get to 90, then double of 5 times 2 is 10, so it'd be 30 points. Okay. okay. If you get below 70, you lose points. So say like I think Pokemon was 67.5 or something on Open Critic. So you got negative 2.5 points on your score. But let's say you counterpicked that game because you said, oh, that, I know the technology of Switch is old. It's not going to do good. Let me counterpick that game. You, you would have gained 2.5 points in that situation because you're okay. counterpicking hoping to do bad. But if your game scores above 70 and you counterpick it, sorry, someone else's game scores above 70, 70 and you counterpick it, you lose a point. Uh-huh. So if it's an 80, you get negative 10 because you okay. counterpicked it. So sometimes you might be forced to hopefully lose points to say last person counterpicking because all the games are good. You might hope that maybe a lot you're going to pick one that can at least lose the least amount. Uh, so essentially, that's how scoring is going to work throughout the year. And if you don't counterpick, you lose negative 15 automatically. So okay. you probably want to counterpick even thinking that you might lose a few points over losing like a good amount of points. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So what, when the time comes and over the course of the year we're bidding, uh, we all have 100 bucks, buddy money. Minimum bid on another game is a dollar. We also have some additional rules. Any unreleased uh, Dropple Games Zero will not release Dropple Games Unlimited. So that essentially means that if we learn partway through the year that a game is not releasing, got pushed, you can drop that game at no, you know, no plus, no minus points. You kind of end at zero. But if you do need to or want to continue filling up your roster at that point, you will have to pay for a new game. You'll have to bid on a new game. So that's something to think about when you're spending your money. Um, you can drop one game that is going to release. Yes. So that is a freebie that if you think all of a sudden you're like, ah, I don't know if this is going to do very well and want to like knock it off. Like, here's a perfect example. Previews. When, yeah, Halo preview came out and everybody thought that was going to do poop and you're like, it's on my draft. You can drop that one game and not take punishment on the, the, for this. But in order to get your 15 games, you might want to buy another one. Yeah. Okay, um, okay, okay. Let's see. So bidding, it's going to be published public bidding secret counter picks. So essentially that means we get a notification on, on Thursday saying that there are games to be bid on. Here are the ones that other people have bid on. And you have the choice of if you want to try and bid on them as well. You got to guess. Someone could have bid $1. Someone could have bid $50. You don't know. Exactly. Um, there's no trading. Uh, game must game release rule game must be released. So Hades, for example, or any games that are, as I said, scored but not released, um, won't get points. And also, um, you need to have, I'm not sure how many reviews you need, but there needs to be a, a, a certain amount of reviews to count too. So okay. if, you do, if you do obscure game and only gets two reviews, you're not gonna get, they're not gonna count as points. I think there needs to be like a certain amount, but again, it should not be a problem. Okay. And you can also change to add them if you want to as a GM, as a commissioner. Okay, so I'm gonna be um, honest, guys. I just yes. have my list of games that I'm waiting to pick. If okay, <laughs> if I, <haven't, laughs> I know you are. I it's confusing. So uh, it is. yeah, I know <laughs> it is. End, 
But what's great about this, and I think we're pretty much through the rules. What's good about this is all this information is on fantasycritic.games yeah. for the purposes of ours. We're going to link it on the site. It'll make more sense as we go and as you start to kind of like do it. Obviously, like I said, this is the first time we've ever done anything like this. And it's going to become a feature of the podcast. So each week we'll check in and see how things are going. Um, Obviously, we usually record on Mondays. So that's kind of like early in the betting. Um, If you want to go and bid on a game or something like that to see if you can get it. Uh, that's kind of cool. And then obviously we'll wrap up what happened last week because that'll be closed and maybe there'll be results from games that have released and, and points that have been handed out basing on uh, reviews. I think there's one more quick thing, but that is that certain games cannot be picked and we went, th- they went through it. You can find them in the rules that, for example, ports cannot be drafted. So correct. Uh, Returnal coming to PC in next month cannot be picked, for example, on someone's team because you know the score of what Trouble Eternal got on PS5. Mm-hmm. So things like that. And there's others like Remasters, and, but you can find them on the, the, the League if you guys want to check. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. So right now, I'm kind of, I'm managing, I'm the League Manager. I am about to hit uh, this, well, right now there's a big red bar that says this year is not yet active. You must set the draft order. Are you folks ready to set the draft order? Yes. Let's go. All right. I'm hitting the button. If things explode, I apologize. All right. I'm going oh God, to get exploded. it to pick randomly. <laughs> yep. Things are all set uh, to get started. Start drafting. So we, the order is done. It's going to be Cat with the first pick, then Simo. Then Joel and then Leah in last. Ooh, I protest. Okay. Oh, I'm just kidding. So uh, I'm just looking at the first? warning. I don't even know where to click. Okay, hold on a second. I'll explain to you as soon as it has. Uh, you got to click one more button there, uh, Leah. Yeah, I'm reading off. the thing. The warning. Once you start drafting, you no longer add or remove players. The draft order is being locked in. However, if you need to, you can reset the draft by pressing the reset draft link to the sidebar. It'll let you change your player settings again. Okay. No All right. It's, it's, I can lead you through it to first issues. Yeah, the draft is currently in progress. Next to draft, tart to let games to select the next player uh, to select the next player's game for them select next player yeah. oh, okay, okay okay so um cat on the top of the draft mm-hmm. there's gonna be a big green bar and it says draft game it should say a big button that says draft game yeah the things have started i see the 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 bar yes and then you say draft game for you right refresh we need to refresh the page yeah cat. sorry this this app Draft game. There it is. Yeah. Okay. You may have refreshes uh, URL wild because it has issues with that. Uh, <laughs> okay. So basically, I needed to F5. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So show my watch list. <laughs> I get to so, select a game. I'm sorry, but I'm there. Here I go. Maybe yes. it's going to be a Zelda. And first maybe. pick in the draft, the 2023 <laughs> draft is. Ugh. Zelda? See it. Cat. The Legend it? of Zelda. Uh, of of this was like whomever gets the first. So pick of surprised. The draft. Oh, <laughs> that game. Come on. <laughs> that was someone picked another game first. And that I got was, it in second. That was on my <laughs> wish list. Why did you pick one on my wish list? How can so... I pick not on your wish list? <laughs> that was the, that was the joke. Oh, that was the joke. <laughs> That's the joke. <laughs> All right, next to choose, second is Fart Knuckle Games. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, and Fart Knuckle. I have selected. Final <laughs> Fantasy 16. Yep. On brand. Yeah. On brand. Mm-hmm. <gasps> 
Chris uh, Pratt was here games. I'm not going to say that every single time. <laughs> <laughs> call it CP Games or CP Or call it Pratt Plumbers. <laughs> no. Uh, Pratt was oh my here. god. Uh, um, 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 uh. Alright, I picked. I picked. <gasps> Marvel Spider-Man Spoon. 2. And now Very Joel nice. gets two picks in a row. Very nice. No, I get to draft No, now. Leah goes. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. My turn to draft. Okay. Yeah, Leah gets two picks in a row. <sighs> Can I... Where am I... Where, show my watch list. Okay. Uh, now, draft game. is this... No, d- y- y- click on top, Leah. It's, it should say draft. Uh, you might no, no, I'm already finish. in there. I'm... Okay. Uh, I'm hold on. I am... I filtered by. I want to filter. Yes. Okay. So that's taken. Ooh. 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 <laughs> ooh. Yeah. So what if you're not drafting, with? you can go to your watch list and you can click remove uh, taking games. So. Oh yeah. There we go. Okay. So it's not there anymore. That's not a bad idea. Cool. Okay. Yeah, it's smart, it's smart, I smart. am going to go with that one, and I chose Diablo Four. Good okay. choice. Now, conveniently, it is also my turn because I'm the end and we're doing the snake thing. So, (laughs) I am going to pick my next one, which is... Boop. Done. Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Survivor. Okay, okay, okay. I think that's a good one. Good pick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's some good soup. That's some Uh, good soup. The Pratt's. I'm going to... Heck, I'm just gonna yeah, mine as well. The hype, the hype looks real. The Resident Evil Four remake. Okay, okay that okay, was okay. the first one in my league that was picked. Top really? Overall. Wow! Yeah. Oh, fascinating. And I got I got Zelda second. <laughs> so wow! <laughs> right. Nice. Y'all ready? Yep. yep. Yes. Y'all ready for this? Hollow Knight Silk Song. That was his big. Okay. Jesus Christ. I hope so. It's probably the most anticipated game. Yeah, it's going to be interesting because if it doesn't, then hopefully you can drop that one without. Or at least if hopefully they'll say it's not coming this year. That game has been burning people in this league in the last two years. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. Infamous. I think tonight's, uh, this year is the year. What was the year? Showcase. Mm-hmm. Well, as a Vikings fan, I when we say you, this year is the year, we always uh, stab ourselves a little deeper. Okay, so. yeah. <laughs> is that a sports reference? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> hey, we're, we're doing a sports ball thing. So. I know we are. true. It's very sporty. No, I, 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 I barely know stuff. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna pick this game for the sake of my spouse. Oh wow! No, oh, I hate you! I hate you so much. I was like, this is gonna be an easy points for me. It isn't. It's gonna early access this year. You don't know if it might come out. Might be a good counter pick. That might be a juicy counter pick. Interesting. So, Catherine, we're snaking around. It's your turn to pick again, my dear. Oh yeah, I picked twice. Yes, yeah. ma'am. You picked twice. I have a question. Why do I want to take off a game, though, off my wish list that's taken? Because don't I want to keep an eye on it, though, in case, like, someone drops it? Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, you could, theoretically. You can leave it. I don't okay. think someone's going to be dropping Spider-Man 2. Don't have your hopes up there and keep it on your list. <laughs> 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 like, it's essentially what it comes down to is, like, 
maybe the last few picks, but not in the top, like, Fair. probably three. Unless yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. Kerbal Space Program, like, oh yeah, that may not come out because it's going to be an early access and their, mm-hmm. their bloody uh, mm-hmm. uh, roadmap is huge. <laughs> Alright, All right. I am going to go with... Um... I go? Yeah, I'm still going to go with some of the big releases for now. I'm going to pick Starfield. Uh, Keeping it with the space theme. Keeping it with the spice. Removing the Starfield from my list. You know, (laughs) all her games are in the air somewhat. Yeah, I haven't picked some. Cat wants to fly. I am all about taking risks. I have no idea what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) Showed it. Starfield's an interesting one. I think that's either going to be very, very good or it's going to be... very it's either middling. gonna make me win or sink yeah. me. <laughs> I mean, we do we do have the rest of the year too. So yeah. yes, yes. Simon, what is your yeah. third game? It has been uh, selected. Like a dragon ish. How do we even pronounce that? Ichin. Yes. How is it? So that I, I never that, heard I about know, that game. Uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon was extremely successful, and pretty much yeah. all the Yakuza games are always extremely successful. So I'm hoping that it's going to be a safe pick for me. Yeah, and this I, is a remake. Yep. I have never heard of this game, and yet I read lots of like games coming out this year and stuff. When is that expected to come out, or does it not February. have a February. February. Oh, really? It's, it was on the yep. Xbox. It was on the Xbox One. Oh, uh, interesting. Good pick by Joelle. Very good. Ooh, pick what'd, you get? what'd you get? What'd you get? What'd you get? Forza Motorsport X for the Xbox Series X. Yeah, it's, uh, that'll be a good one. Ooh, it's that's my a turn. Yeah, that's a very that is safe a safe bet, bet. especially they after are, last one. Yeah, they do a really good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, my watch list. And there's oh, a God, movie coming out, so you know. No, Dusty G Seven. Oh. Oh. Oops. Wrong console. Wow. And I chose. I know I was. I was close. Oh, that's good pick. I picked Suicide Squad: Kill the Justice League. The Battle Pass T game. Yay! Now for my fourth game because we're a snaking. She's snaking. I picked Hogwarts Legacy. Oh, damn it. Uh, (laughs) That was expected. That was my next one. I'm surprised you you waited that long to pick it. Yeah, (sighs) me too, honestly. All right, I gotta gotta go with my girl. I gotta go. Go for it. I gotta go for my girl. Which one, though? Alloy. (laughs) I know, but which one of those? Burning Shores. Burning Shores. Burning Shores. There's a VR one, too. So there technically is two Alloy games this year. Well, she's not in that Mm. one, though. Right. Yeah, so, so that that uh, that was the one I was debating between that and Hogwarts Legacy because I, well, I was like I kind of wanted a VR, but yep, then yeah, yep. cool. So very cool. Back to Simon. A game I will never play, but I know will do well. <laughs> Street Fighter Six. Oh, good. This is what I may play just because I might there be a lot more easy entrance into it with their mm-hmm. yeah like, controller and how to do the controllers and stuff. So you know I might wait for it to go on Game Pass or go cheap and probably give it a try. Cool. I am. Uh, I am. I am going to pick Hades two. Nice. Oh, nice. Removing it from my game. <laughs> <laughs> God, that's an interesting it, one. Catherine? Catherine gets to pick again. 
Yeah, and mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna probably skunk Simon again because my other game is MLB The Show 23. Oh, that's fine actually. I, had, I was wondering. I, I had if it someone's going sports. Yeah, I had it on there, but I I removed it because I think that it's not gonna be a good year. So we'll have to see. Last year got 77. Say what? Last year got 77. Exactly, MLB, show, and 22. it's been going steadily down for the last couple of years. So that's why oh. I'm not choosing it this year. I mean, switch. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, I am selecting Atomic Heart. Okay. Cool. Next month, I think. Yep. Soonish. Game Pass. Cool, cool. Good pick. It's hard to believe some of these games are coming out now this year. Like mm. we've been here, we're like, oh, it's actually 2023 now. <laughs> we yeah. might actually get to play some of these things. <laughs> I am picking. I'm. I don't know anything about this, but I'm going to. Uh, uh, I'm going to do it. Do it. Do it. Uh-huh. Armored oh, the new Core FromSoft. Fi- mm-hmm. Six Fires of Rubicon. Armored yeah. Core Six. Yeah, the new FromSoft. Yeah. Game. I mean, I feel Good from. Oh, yes. I mean, From's got the most sales. Yeah. You don't hope it comes out this year. Right. Sure. Yeah, that's again. that's what kind of made me hesitate to pick it. Because I'm like, it may not come out this year. So I'm wondering if you're going to pick the unannounced expansion. Oh. Mm, debate, 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 debate. I am going to take this one. Assassin's Creed Mirage. Mirage. That's the uh, single player one, right? The, uh, the uh, mm-hmm. smaller game, but more... Based mm-hmm. on Basim, which is Story a character from Valhalla. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Going back to the old school ones, which I'm happy yeah. about. Okay. Yeah. And now again, I am going to pick Minecraft Legends. Nice. Interesting. Interesting. On brand. On brand. Very. You know what you get when you come to GOG stu- Lea, Lea Studios. So, I can't even say my own name anymore. Judge Stadula. quick. You're almost um, We're almost done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how Is many it, games I, have we left? You have two uh, more we are on number six right now, so we'll yeah. go up to the top. Then Cat, you pick two and you six and seven. Then we go back down. Yeah. Okay. And then you have the counter picks. Yes. All right. I'll just pick this because I know it's gonna. Do well. At least I hope. Nice. Dead Space remake. Very nice. The question is, will the bad taste of Callisto Protocol help it or not help it? That's kind of what I was kind of hoping for. Like the people are going to be waiting oh, yeah. for the the Dead Space after. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so this is going to be kind of uh, shot in the dark. We'll oh. see. We'll see what comes mm. out. We'll see. I I'm pretty convinced it's going to do good. So, uh, yep. Mm, nice. Mm, Mina here. the Howler. The Howler. It's uh, Yacht Club Games' next game. Oh, so those yeah. who did that is a good pick. Uh, so I think that that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be really good in terms of uh, mm. critics. So I think it's a good uh, it's a good choice. Simon got, going with the cerebral real, picks. Yeah, you've got uh, two yacht clubs on your list. Right. Hollow Knight is Hollow Knight is not. No, Hollow Knight Cherry. is not. No, it's, why did no, I think not. it was Yacht Club? Team, Team Cherry. It's because it's a side scroller. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Why did I think it was a Yacht Club? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All right, mm-hmm. I am going with a bold choice, but I'm mostly willing success for this game. 
I'm going with Minico's Night Market. Nice. Oh, okay, Good okay, choice. Okay. And that's then, on brand too. <laughs> and then last game, last game. Last game. Last yeah, for the seven. Yeah. Last pick, yeah. Oh. Mm. The debate is real, isn't it? I'm gonna go with Sea of Stars. Damn it, cool. Catherine. Good pick, cool. so much on developer. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> I know I know this is a podcast, but Catherine's evil laugh face is is pure tyrannical it is uh, the best yeah it's the best no she knows knows. until (laughs) it's pointed at you (laughs) (laughs) i think he was cameras off he doesn't want to point it at him oh no i just forgot to put it on before i forgot to turn it on it's all good bud there you go it's uh (laughs) it's your turn simon your uh final pick of the draft before we get into counters there (laughs) <laughs> Unannounced wow. first major Elden Ring DLC. I mean, that, that can't be any more on brand than on brand for Simon. It's gonna happen. So it's just a question of uh, when and how, yeah. but it's gonna happen this year. So, Kyle, um, what happens if a you pick something like a DLC and it does not get a marked review number? Uh, I mean, does it get a review number? It just you. You can I think you can still drop it because it's unscored. Okay. Uh, mm. But worse enough, you could, as a commissioner, can decide that you yeah, will drop it. Okay, right? cool. But like, surprise, that was the first big DLC that was, well, yeah. there were a few DLCs. There's a few other yeah. big ones around there. Mm-hmm. Joelle picked her seventh game. It is Wulong Fallen Dynasty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I hope this game's going to be good, but I'm not sure. Let's yeah, see. that's. I feel like that one out of my list is that makes me feel the most like we'll see. But I mean, it could be really good. It could. It could be really good. I, I guess I yeah. feel like I'm banking on at least a 70 score. Like that's. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. But we'll yeah, see. Mm-hmm. the demos. People who played demos said good things. Cool. So, cool. I think someone had deals demos on PS5 not long ago. Mm. So, neat. There you go. I am now doing the last pick of the draft and following in Catherine's footsteps, though I picked this anyway. Um, didn't realize the cat was going to do something based on her hus- our boyfriend, partner. Uh, I'm picking EA Sports PGA Tour 2023 because Mike loves golf games. <laughs> Gotta pick one for the boys. <laughs> Gotta represent. <laughs> Yeah, and I think it's been a while since a a PGA Tour game. So uh, right, for EA to do one. Yeah, exactly. So I'm curious. I'm curious to to see what happens there. And And uh, Leah's still up. And oh yeah, so it's now my turn to counter pick. (laughs) So I'm clicking on the draft counter pick. I have a drop down of all of these. Um, I think before you counterpick, I think people should have a ruling on what you guys want to do with Hades 2 or in Carbo Space Program. Why? What do you give mean? Them points, are you going to give them points if they don't release? Because they're both going to early access. Uh, if they're full release, I mean, I would say full, complete release in 2023. Yeah. 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 Okay. 
Just because if you could technically counterpick those if you think like you're not gonna come out, right? The, I was actually I was, thinking that's what I was gonna do for my counterpick was actually pick one of those. <laughs> that's what I was I was saying now before reminding you guys before it happens, because Yeah, because I'm just looking through and like we got some freaking solid games in here. It's mm-hmm. kinda hard to pick something. Um I'm gonna pick Kerbal Space Program 2 just because I don't think it's gonna come out <laughs> this year. So now we're on a Joel. Huh. Uh, okay. Um. I was really hoping it wasn't going to be this way that we just bet on any game because I had a game that I wanted to bet. That's <laughs> against yeah, not doing well. I agree. <laughs> um. Yeah, but you're in a nice way to make it so drop the games. I normally play where if you get counterpicked, you cannot drop the game. I'm so gonna, that's way more worse. All right. I'm going to mm. pick Atomic Heart. Okay. Mm. Now it's over to Simon. Yep. Uh, Connor pick. I think I know which. I think I know this. Oh, I I was I was debating about that one, but I think that uh, the uh, the the passing away is going to um, ease the the Kevin Conroy bump. I think so. As someone that. Today or yesterday, it leaked that there was going to be a microtransaction in that game. It's kind of what sold it for me. Oh, Just because pass. of that, I'm like, ooh, that's risky, that's touchy, so mm. I'm going to go with that. Okay. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm really sorry. I have, like, a brain fart. What's, counter picks are games that somebody could drop and then I can pick it? No. no. So... Counterpicks are a game you want to you want to think are not going to come out this year, or are they do oh. really bad this year? Okay, 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 okay. Under seventy, they, they can drop the games if they want to, because that's in the rules. But that doesn't affect the way any way that the counterpicks will work for okay. you, at least. <clears throat> okay, okay. I am gonna counterpick. Uh... What'd you pick? You have. Ugh. The draft is complete. You, From here, you, you can make bids for games oh. that were not drafted. However, okay. Wait, did so, pick, wow. Did he mean to pick that, or was it an accident? No, I picked that. I thought we had two counterpicks. No, we picked the other one later. Yeah, now okay, you can okay. counterpick at any time, but that it was only one that had to be done okay. during the draft. Yeah. I so, counterpick uh, Elden Ring DLC because really? apparently wow. uh, I'm antico- antagonizing Simon today. <laughs> but, you, you think it's not going to come out, or you think it's going to suck? I think it's not going to come out. Oh, okay. Wow. wow. Um, She's got some he... big ovaries, people. She's laying it out there. Also, just point out, two of my games have been counterpicked. What the fuck? <laughs> so there is, projected, there is projected scores. You look at, and there is random, but right now it looks like Joel's in the lead from... I mean, the- okay. it's so yeah, random. Gonna, it's based I'm on gonna nothing. I'm going to run through. I'm going to run through everybody's picks so that everybody can remember, because obviously we've been going around and talking and all this kind of stuff. So we'll run through them all. All I mean, Actually, how about you guys read through each of the games you picked and counterpicked? And uh, and then, yeah, we can kind of look because like there's definitely the upcoming releases. So we get an idea of like who's got what and mm. when points might come. So, mm. Catherine, let us know the roster of the games at your studio that you guys are publishing. Yes. So at Tartelet Games, <clears throat> we are publishing The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. We are also publishing Kerbal Space Program 2, Starfield, Hades 2, MLB The Show 23, Minico's Night Market, and Sea of Stars. And I think Elden Ring DLC ain't coming out this year. Wow. She's putting it out there. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I think like from soft lies. Lies. It is. I, I think. Yeah, it's probably a terrible counterpick, but whatever. <laughs> I'm. I'm not. I don't like. You can see by my games that there's no really strategy to this. That's. Fun. <laughs> it's fun. Simon, it's your turn. Yeah. So, uh, Fart Knuckles gonna be doing uh, FF16, Hollow Knight Silk Song, uh, Like a Dragon Ishin, Street Fighter Six, Atomic Heart, Mina the Hollower, and the unannounced first major Elden Ring DLC. And my counterpick is Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. All right. And Over I have to- a projected fantasy point of 108. Point five. Ah, oh, I interesting. Have like ninety-two well, point seven. So you can tell that my picks were random. <laughs> <laughs> Joelle, uh, what's at CPWHG? Oh, Chris Pratt was here. Games? Is that what you? Is that what you meant? At, at that? Oh, you mean Chris Pratt? <laughs> oh, you mean Chris Pratt was here? Uh, uh, so <laughs> we we are dropping all the big bombs this year. We're gonna do yeah. uh, Marvel's Spider-Man Two, Resident Evil Four Remake. Forza Motorsports for the Xbox Series X, Horizon Forbidden West Burning Shores, Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon, the Dead Space remake, and Wulong Fallen Dynasty. And my counterpick was Atomic Heart. I would like to note that there are no counterpicks on my list. (laughs) <laughs> and that <laughs> my projected points are 119. Well, wow. honestly, the the only two that are I I I, I want to be sure is Dead Space and and Wulong Fallen Dynasty, but all the other ones are pretty solid picks. Like I think yeah. those are the only two that could potentially be I agree not super good, but the other ones are, I'm I'm convinced are going to be really good. So yeah, I think with Dead Space is going to be used. Will an old game still be able to translate really well? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And how good will it actually be, even though it's yeah. a remake? Like, I have hope. We, people... We've been burned with remakes in the past mm-hmm. recently. so We've we'll also been very pleased with remakes in the past. We have. So That's why it's uh, kind it's, of a, it's a dice. flipping yeah. the coin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's an interesting yeah. one. Mm-hmm. I don't think we have too long to wait on that one either. Mm-hmm. I believe that comes out very soon. It sure does. Yep. Um, at GOGLIA Studios, we pride ourselves in the games uh, that we make, especially Diablo uh, 4, Star Wars, Jedi, Survivor, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, Hogwarts Legacy, Assassin's Creed Mirage, Minecraft Legends, for shits and giggles, EA Sports PGA Tour 2023, <laughs> and I have counterpicked Kerbal Space Program 2. Nice. And my projected points are, uh, scroll up to the top. A hundred point zero five. I am in third based on projected points. So based on standings on projected points, I'm going to put this in the other order. Uh, We have Joelle with 119.97, followed up by Simon with 108.46. Then we have myself uh, 100.05, and then Catherine with 92.66. The way that these points are... nothing. Those mean nothing. Nothing. (laughs) It's hype. But they really just a hype factor. They mean a lot to uh, me right now, but I mean, (laughs) that's it. Yeah, so now on your player action side, you should be able to see this thing called place bids yeah and you can place as many bids as you want mm-hmm. until tomorrow 
Yeah. So this is going to be interesting. The first game that comes out that we will, that, you know, matters in the draft and for the fact of points is on the 27th of January, Dead Space remake releases. Yep. Then quick follow up with Hogwarts Legacy on the 10th of February. So yeah, we've got uh, right now, there's a fair chunk of these games are games that are slated to come out uh, between now and end of May. Suicide Squad is currently at the end of May. So uh, as we go through the course of the year, we will, you know, this is going to be a moment in the podcast. We speak through kind of what's going on. And, you know, if you decide to bring it up when we're talking about games and, and things, especially news stories, I would imagine there's going to be lots of opportunity uh, for games that may come out in the back half of the year that we don't know about yet. Mm. So that should be pretty interesting uh, to kind of follow through. Um, season be juicy. Pardon? E3 season will be juicy. Yeah, yes. yeah, that's true. Got to keep way some money more. For that. Yep, that's way good. more than just uh, us. You know, kind of you know, seeing doing our betting game on E3 of what we think is going to happen. We'll also yep. be tracking with the fantasy league. I hope we're all um, still friends at the end of the year. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> wow, that was a, I wasn't expecting that. Now I'm nervous. The newbie of the, the newbie of the <laughs> right, podcast right, wins right. it all. Woo! <laughs> So, um, this, like we mentioned already, this is going to be linked on the, on the website and stuff. We'll also post about it on Twitter and things like that. So if anybody wants to follow along, um, I know Kyle and I also contemplated opening one up for the community. Obviously that'd be kind of hard to do for the purpose of the podcast. So you wanted to have a contained one for the podcast. Um, we're still on the fence on that. So reach out on the discord channel and let us know if you want to be part of, uh, us doing something like this, but at a more community scale, um, which would be pretty interesting to do. Um, obviously the you know the draft is going to be entirely different because there'll be uh, probably more people and different people with other games yeah. so uh so yeah it could be interesting to follow up on that as well um so let us know uh discord.me slash girls on games or at us on twitter uh at the girls on games um but with that i believe we are finished the draft for the year that is 2023 kyle thank you so much for uh helping us out with this because uh i would be lost and we would never do this without you. So thank you. <laughs> no problem. And if you guys have any any questions for it, just poke me on uh, Discord. Fantastic. And it's that time of the week where we conclude our show. As always, I uh, really in, uh, implore you to uh, check out the show notes on girlsongames.ca. Why? You can see the links to our articles that we talked about in the news, plus the link to our fantasy critic draft. So you can go check that out and follow us on uh, and see how we're doing. You, you never know. Uh, if you could do us a favor and rate and review this podcast, if you have the power to do so wherever you're listening to it, that would be much appreciated. Why? It helps with discovery. And uh, we do read all the comments and it does help us with building the show. So much appreciated if you were able to do that. Uh, this is the chance for me to thank everybody for being on the show. Thank you, Kat. Thank you, Joelle and Simon. Thank as well, uh, Kyle, uh, Darth Strees, for being on the show yes. with us. This is a chance for the crew to shout out their social media handles so you can follow them everywhere online. Catherine, where can people find you? I am C-S-D-E-S-B-I-N-S, C-S-D-E-S-B-I-N-S, on Twitter and Instagram, but I mostly shit post in the Girls on Games Discord. <laughs> <laughs> Joelle, where can people find you? People can find me at JoelleLauren87 on Instagram. Ed at comfy underscore gamer on the Twitter. Uh, but every day, all day, uh, posting of the girls on game, the Discord, super fun group. Come check us out. Mm -hmm. Simon, you yes. got any fun follow people or animals or whoever to follow today? 
Yeah, so for all my French-speaking friends, uh, Quebec, uh, France, whatever, I know we've got people from listening from all over the world, um, one of my favorite podcasts is a new season out, is uh, The Worst Moments of History. So it's a humoristic podcast uh, where um, the, uh, yeah, the, the um, what's the word, host goes through uh, some of the worst moments in history with a humorous twist. So you get to learn things and you get to laugh. So it's really good. So new season has Bonnie and Clyde, top 10 of the worst pharaohs, Guy Fawkes, which is the anonymous mask, uh, Mm -hmm. the Chicago uh, fire incident, and the Canadian Pacific. Wow. So some, some really good stuff in there. Unfortunately, only in French. But if you speak French, understand French. Totally worth it. Cool. I am Leah Jewer, most social media handles, but of course, you want to know everything there is to know about Girls on Games, you can track us down at The Girls on Games on Twitter and Facebook. Just Girls on Games, no thought in there on, on, on Instagram. Discord.me slash Girls on Games to continue this convo and more. But of course, if you ever need to know anything at all, you can track it down at our home base. That is our website, girlsongames.ca. Thanks, folks. It's been awesome chatting with you, and uh, I'm really excited about talking again next week, seeing how our fantasy uh, critic draft does, and... Uh, Episode two of Last of Us mm-hmm. on Sunday. Right, Joelle? Yep. Yes, yes, yes. That's yep. right. See y'all later. Bye. 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 Ciao.